if we want to break news here today, um, I've struggled with my weight for about 20 years, like tens of millions of Americans. The devil, you said. Right, exactly. Ah, yes, Chris Christie uh, jumping into the presidential race. I'll let you write the jokes. All right, well, just that one. I've got some others. Happy Thursday to you. And welcome. I'm uh, I'm coming to you uh, today from Chicago, Illinois. Can you hear the difference in the microphone? I can hear the difference in the microphone. They have different microphones. And they have headphones and things, all kinds of uh, technology here. I'll explain uh, a bit later on why I'm uh, why I'm in Chicago, having an event here tonight. But in the meantime, uh, you know, the world continues to turn on its axis or spin off of its axis. Joe Biden is still on the loose. The FBI is still crooked. There's still no accountability in Washington. Uh, the FBI is still playing games. And, uh, you know, they've uh, in uh, Congress, the House of Representatives, there's chaos. It's right there in the news. I saw there is chaos in Congress and uh, the Republicans are in charge in the House of Representatives. And uh, so they're not having votes because, you know, a small number of actual conservatives are standing up for uh, matters of principle. That's always a problem in Washington, D.C., and, uh, and it is today. So I'll uh, share that story with you. And uh, Joe Biden, here's an amazing story. You know, the Democrats are buying the votes of uh, Jen uh, College Debt. I don't know, whatever Jen College Debt is. I think it's probably meant multiple Jens at this point, based on what I hear. Everybody goes to college, comes out stupider than they were when they went in. They're wrong about everything, but they've been indoctrinated and brainwashed. And then they owe so much money. Uh, to these corrupt institutions that they have to spend the next four decades paying off their college loans. But fear not, because the Democrats are here to bail you out. They're going to pay your college loans and maybe your car loans and maybe your home loans and and who knows what else, your hair transplants, uh, whatever you'd like. And, of course, your sex change operation. Oh, speaking of which, we got an amazing NBC-produced video for kids, you know, little tiny kids, third-grade transgender thing that they're showing in schools because Democrats. But uh, back to the uh, the corruptniks in uh, Washington and to Joe Biden. Joe Biden vetoes bill canceling his $400 billion student loan handout. Vows he's not going to back down. You remember when he was going to not negotiate and, and, and then he didn't, you know, and then he became the hero of the story for not negotiating with Congress over the uh, uh, adding $4 trillion or $10 trillion, whatever the number may be, to our national debt. And he proudly said he wasn't going to negotiate. And the news media applauded that because he's a Democrat and so are they. And they love drowning in debt. It's just other people's money. They pretend it's fake money. So here's Joe Biden. Now, I'm, I'm from Chicago and I'm in Chicago. And in Chicago, this is what they call walking around money. This is what they call buying votes. $400 billion of our dollars, which will never be paid off by anybody because we'll bankrupt capitalism worldwide before we pay down our national debt. Biden vetoes bill. The bill was designed to stop the madness on the $400 billion student loan handout. And it's all about buying votes for the Democrats. It's, you know, it's a demographic that they desperately need. So they're offering them cash, which is Chicago corruption 
on LSD and anabolic steroids. And anabolic steroids are bad for you. They make you crazy. So look out for that stuff. But he vetoed the bill, which would have, and this is still going to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court, hopefully and presumably, will declare this, this handout, this $400 billion in Democrat Party walking around money to uh, student loan debt. Uh, hopefully the Supreme Court will declare this to be unconstitutional, completely outside the parameters of what uh, the, the appropriate role of government. But it's about buying votes, make no mistake, and the Democrats are doing it. So uh, Joe Biden and the Republicans said, no, let's not. This is crazy. Four hundred billion dollars paying off student loans. You know, you grow up, you take out loans, you pay them off. You buy a car, you take out a loan, you pay it off because that's how you buy your car. You buy a condo. I live in the city. And, uh, you know, you take out a loan and then you pay it off. That's how that works. That's what it means to be a grown up. But the Democrats are trying to buy votes with cash like the old corruptniks of the uh, political machines in New York and Boston and Chicago. They've just gone national with it. Barack Obama started this, and uh, he's a corruptnik, you know, with a, a communist background, Frank Marshall Davis, and uh, his upbringing, and the radical left, and, uh, you know, so we got that. Also, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, uh, he was gushing, he gushed, that's the word in the headline, over the extravagant gifts from Burisma, you know, the uh, uh, natural gas company in Ukraine that paid him a million dollars a year. And he didn't have to do anything except have the last name Biden. And then his father, uh, you know, came into Ukraine and corrupted the country even more. It started out corrupt and Joe Biden came in. No, we got to fire the prosecutor that's investigating my son's company, the company that's paying my son a million dollars a year. And then the emails, of course, say Hunter Biden told his daughter that he has to give half of his income to his father because his entire income is predicated on uh, who his father is and who his father was. So he got that. He gushed over the extravagant gifts, that Burisma executive, who was focus of the corruption probe. And uh, Joe Biden went in and said, you got to fire that prosecutor. Uh, I'm leaving in six hours. And if you don't fire the prosecutor, then... Uh, you're not getting that $1 billion in loan guarantees from the United States of America. You don't believe me? Call Barack. He'll tell you. And uh, so they fired the prosecutor, and Joe Biden came and bragged about it. And the Biden family continued to collect their money from Burisma and get their extravagant gifts uh, for a no-show job uh, for which Hunter Biden had to do nothing. But that's okay. Also, the business insider, Hunter Biden risks jail I think he risks jail every day, doesn't he? Every day he rolls out of bed with a Russian hooker and a crack pipe. But uh, maybe not. You know, his, his dad is his dad, after all. Hunter Biden risks jail if he doesn't appear for a child support lawsuit. He's got, you know, the child support. He's, he denied the paternity and then the DNA test and all of that. And so we got that. And I'll update you on that as well. Now, we got a big smokeout going in uh, the United States of America, thanks to Canada Canada's at it again. They're burning forests. They've burned more than 6 million acres of trees. You know how many hectares that is? That's a lot of hectares, too. That's why they call them hectares up there because they're Canadian. They're not even Americans. It's America's hat. America's nation's largest national park, uh, Canada, we call it. It's really big. It's the second biggest country in the world. And, uh, and they've got uh, forest fires, a whole bunch of them going on across the country. Naturally, the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, see this as an opportunity to fan the flames of global warming hysteria, 
climate change hysteria. I'm like, oh, there's a fire. It's climate change. And so on the media and in politics, AOC and MSDNC, they are uh, all declaring it to be climate change. And that's why New York City is all smoked out. And uh, and it's pretty, Washington, D.C. is too. I'm in Chicago, but my best girl sent me a picture this morning out our window. And uh, it is uh, smoky, smoky Robinson. It is, uh, it's uh, smoky as heck out there. The, um, the, the, you know, the media, again, this was happening. I was, I, I told you about it, in fact, when I was in Chicago about three weeks ago uh, for the high school graduation of my niece and nephew graduating at the same time. They're twins, so it's okay. It's not like one of them was held back or something. And I came in for, uh, for the graduation with my best girl, and the place was smoked out. It was smoked not quite like New York is today, but almost. Uh, but, you know, the media doesn't care. They didn't care then. Uh, now that it's in New York, now it's a big story. Now the media is going wall to wall, bumper to bumper with, oh, my gosh, holy smoke. The, uh, the, the fires in Canada are smoking out New York City, and that's where the media headquarters are. So now it's a big story. When it was in Chicago, not a big story because, you know, they don't, it's the flyover states, flyover country. They don't care, but now it's a big story. And uh, D.C. area air quality. Rated code red and unhealthy. In fact, it went to code purple just this morning. It went from code red. You thought that was as bad as it could get? No. It's gone to code purple, which is worse than code red because of, you know, the swelling. It's like, uh, it's like <laughs> you know, it's a red, it's a rash and itchy. But then it goes purple, and that, I guess, is from the swelling in the air. Uh, so we got uh, that. It's code purple. Also, it's Pride Month because, you know, purple is the, the color purple and uh, Orca Winfrey and, and all that stuff. So now it's code purple, which is worse than code red. Who knew? They, uh, they got all these uh, codes. I wonder if there's anything, you know, maybe code magenta is coming next and then we'll really have to panic. Uh, but it reminded me of something because I, I follow history and then I remember stuff, unlike so many people. There is, in fact, it was in, there was a scene in one of the Winston Churchill movies. I was talking to my brother who picked me up uh, at the airport last night at Chicago's O'Hare Airport last night. Uh, brought me to my hotel. We, we did have a couple of beers. And um, uh, there was uh, one of these movies with Winston Churchill, might have been the Gary Oldman one. There was a scene uh, about an episode that happened in London in 1952. That's uh, Joe Biden would call it 1952 when Joe was you know, just 20 years out of law school or something like that. I'm exaggerating only slightly. But the, it's called The Great Smog of 1952. And the air was very polluted in London at the time, and everybody used coal in their homes to burn stuff. And, and so it was very smoky, a lot of coal and the uh, uh, smoke in the air. And that's very uh, acidic and sulfuric, I guess. And, uh, and then there was a real heavy fog. And the heavy fog held the uh, sulfuric fumes from all the burning coal close to the ground and the big smog the great smog uh, in 1952 in London killed they say 12,000 people in five days because people choked to death and uh, people with uh, you know issues in particular lung and and uh, respiratory issues and so on but they say a bare minimum of 4,000 people died in five days in London from the, uh, the Great Smog of 1952. And the, the number historians put the number at 12,000. 12,000 people died in five days in London because of the Great Smog. Uh, and it was air pollution and, you know, a foggy day in London town. 
and it went on for five days, and people were dropping like flies, 1952. This isn't quite that, but uh, the media's in a panic, and uh, it's it's amazing they're blaming Saudi Arabia. It's uh, the left-wing radicals. They're... Uh, they're uh, Islamophobic, I think is what they are, blaming Saudi Arabia, blaming the Arabs, blaming oil because there are forest fires in Canada. See? See how that works? Because, you know, when they have an agenda, they stick to it like nobody's business. Honestly, like Gorilla Glue, they uh, they just stick to their agenda, and it's completely nuts. So we got AOC and uh, MSDNC going crazy about uh, those dang Arabs and the darn oil and companies in America responsible for all the smoke in New York because they're responsible for the fires in Canada. And in reality, of course, Canada, they're, uh, they're uh, an independent country, and they've done an assessment. And in Canada, they say, oh, actually, these fires, these forest fires are happening because of poor forest management. That's what they're saying in Canada, but why take their word for it? Let's go with MSNBC instead. Uh, it is, it's, uh, it's an amazing time to be alive. I, uh, I seek the truth, and CNN and MSDNC are committing suicide in a bathtub, journalistically speaking, at a bare minimum. So pretty amazing stuff. We're at uh, Code Purple, headed toward Code Magenta. There's going to be more swelling before uh, it gets better and comes down. But in uh, Canada, they actually say it's because of poor forest management and not because of climate change or any of that stuff. So uh, Seattle, they've got legal drug use. If you're a junkie, uh, you like to do a lot of drugs, go to Seattle. It's legal there because the city council has uh, their heads wedged uh, into one another's dark and remote locations, and they're, they're doing a conga line. Bump, 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 dun, dun, uh, bump, dun, 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 uh. And uh, with their heads wedged, it's a different kind of, kind of cartoon conga line. But they've decided that all drugs should be illegal because they can't get their act together for a vote. Uh, completely nuts. Uh, Democrats, lunatics in Atlanta still fighting against what they call Cop City. That's a the state-of-the-art police training facility in Atlanta for the Atlanta police. And you got a lot of transgender suicidal lunatics, uh, including Tortuguito, the, uh, the uh, little turtle who shot a police officer there and was shot to death by the police. Uh, so he's not protesting anymore. You know, what with the police shooting to death and everything. So we got that going for you. We've got uh, Fox News and Tucker Carlson update. And uh, Uncle Fester, you know, Brian Seltzerwater, he used to be at CNN. He's got something to say about Chris Licht, Chris Licht uh, being uh, thrown out at, uh, at CNN. So we got that going. Uh, the Biden family, Canada. What are we going to do about Canada? We're going to need to shut down Canada. We uh, need to cut them off. They're, they're global warming the place or something like that. And we are at 888 630 9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, we're going to have to do a lot of smoke songs today because, you know, smoke. Smoke is in my eyes. Not in Chicago today. Beautiful uh, sunny day in Chicago. But again, when I was here a few weeks ago, the media was ignoring it. It uh, looked more or less like New York. And uh, New York didn't care because they're very provincial. New Yorkers tend to be the most provincial people in the country. Figure they're the center of the universe, and the rest really doesn't matter. Don't you know how many fine restaurants we have here? You know, it's like that. I uh, and I got to get back to the uh, all of this and the um, what Canada's saying about the forest fires, as opposed to what the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, are saying about the forest fires. And with that, uh, we should go to the telephones. We're at eight 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 six three zero nine six two five. Let's go to uh, Leroy calling from Waldorf, Maryland. Leroy, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Absolutely right. It's with a capital R, so it is Leroy. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for taking my call. You were talking a minute ago about Joe and Hunter and Burisma and that whole mess, and it dawned on me. Hunter's job at Burisma was to get his dad to come in and stop the investigation. That's why they hired him. Well, then it worked like a charm, didn't it? Oh, yeah. A billion dollars worth of threats hanging over their head. And and what did he say? I'll be damned. He was fired or whatever he said. Well, we have that audio for you. Uh, Leroy, I'm going to play that for you. Michael Piercy is going to play that for you right now. Joe Biden uh, telling the tale of corruption, just uh, trotting it right out in public in the light of day, and the news media doesn't care. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. Yatsenyuk. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a! <laughs> got fired. There you go. So there it is, Leroy. They, um, they fired the prosecutor that was investigating the company that was paying the Biden family a million dollars a year, and they fired the prosecutor. The investigation end, ended, and, uh, and the, uh, the big winners here, Leroy, uh, the Biden family, right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, Chris, uh, I'm in the D.C. area, and today I stopped at uh, Big Box. Uh, I've run out of time on you, sadly. Actually, somebody texted me uh, this morning uh, the words Purple Haze. A police officer texted me Purple Haze this morning. 
Jimi Hendrix song, uh, which is about a uh, particular type of LSD, which was known as Purple Haze. I don't know if it's still around. Michael, is Purple Haze still available on the... How would you know? I know. How would you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, Jimi Hendrix's uh, music used to be considered kind of loud and rowdy and stuff. Now it's mellow compared to... Most Jimi Hendrix music is mellow compared to what we're accustomed to now. All right, let's get to uh, today's big lie. You know, maybe we should have a, a segment every day. Uh, well, I guess that's what the whole show's about every day, isn't it? Is the Democrat Party and the media and politics and America and, and cultural lunacy. Uh, the big lie, as uh, their boy, Joey Goebbels, or as Al Sharpton calls him, Gurgle. Would have called it the big lie. So let's get let's get to uh, today's big lie because this is uh, this is fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. And again, I want to uh, I went and uh, looked it up. I was aware of it uh, for a couple of reasons, but I went and I looked it up. The 1952 London Great Smog, the Great Smog of London, 1952, where the um, the sulfuric pollution from coal burning everywhere. Uh, combined with a thick, wet fog, dragged the the uh, toxic smoke down to ground level and killed at least 4,000 people, like uh, the city became a gas chamber, you know, like the Socialist Workers' Party used to have, and uh, in Germany, you know the one, and uh, 12,000 people, as many as 12,000 people may have been killed. And, uh, and uh, over the course of five days in 1952, a pretty amazing story, I've got to say. And you'd think that people would be aware of it now with all this talk about climate and, and all this stuff. In 1952, 12,000 people died from smog. Here's Why It Matters Now, a, uh, an article from 2017 that I found. Clean air regulations save lives. It's a big environmental thing. And they, and they go on and on about the story. December of 1952, London was trapped in a deadly cloud of fog and pollution for five days. Uh, at the time, the city ran on cheap coal for everything from generating power to heating homes. So, And it was December. So when an anti-cyclone, an anti-cyclone, caused cold air to uh, stagnate over the city of London, the sulfur dioxide, carbon dioxide, and smoke particles mounted and ended up choking to death as many as 12,000 people in the city of London over the course of five days. Now, that's pretty crazy stuff. This is uh, not quite that, but, but let, me go to, uh, let me go to the good people at Newsbusters, the Media Research Center. <clears throat> and look who it is. It's Kevin Tober, who does our uh, social media for us on The Chris Plant Show. Um, Reed Fearmongers. This is Joyless Reed on MSDNC. Reed fearmongers over wildfires blames U.S. oil consumption. She's not insane or anything. On uh, Wednesday's edition of MSDNC's The Readout, that's how they call, they call her, they, cost, they pay her millions of dollars. She's a terrible racist, too. Uh, just one of her many characteristics that uh, make her popular with the MSDNC audience. Uh, the Readout, Joyless Reed, closed the program by freaking out over the wildfires in Canada and suggesting that U.S. oil consumption was to blame. Uh, always, you know, blame America first crowd, as Gene Kirkpatrick labeled them long ago. 
And uh, the U.S. oil consumption was to blame for so-called climate change, even though China and India are bigger polluters and China's the biggest polluter in the world. But they're communists, so Joy Reid is on their side, naturally. But she's anti-American and un-American. And did I mention racist? Because she's a racist, too. She's African-American, of course. And uh, for those who don't watch MSDNC and never have. So it's uh, the fault of the U.S., because we're responsible for climate change, and climate change is responsible for the wildfires. And the wildfires are responsible for the smoke in New York. So she's choking because of you and oil companies. And she has nothing to do with it, of course. All right, let's go to Joyless, because she is uh, an award-winning uh, million-dollar journalist in the employ of uh, NBC News. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, she hates everything. It's soundbite number four it uh, begins, I believe. Craig, Michael. So let's go to Joyless Reed. Um, she's, uh, she's feeling the effects. When it was Chicago three weeks ago, not a story. Now, uh, the whole series of events. Uh, Joyless Reed. If you woke up this morning and your lungs were burning, you had a hard time breathing, or you looked up in the sky and felt as though you were in an apocalyptic doomsday movie, you were not alone. Do doomsday. Right now, more than 400 wildfires are burning across Canada, which is experiencing its worst wildfire season in history. And that smoke is billowing its way all across the United States. 400 wildfires in Canada. But uh, wait, how is it our fault? Surely it's got to be the fault of the United States of America and probably corporations and their capitalist capitalist buildings and their money and all that stuff. Uh, and, and also, she's uh, anti-Arab. She, uh, she hates the, you know, the white people and the Arab people, too. Here's uh, Joyless Reed being paid millions by NBC. The air is so bad, officials in the affected areas are urging people to stay inside, not partake in any outdoor activity, and start wearing N95 masks again. These kinds of weather phenomena are happening all around the globe, and it's only becoming more and more common, all because of climate change. And even as we barrel towards a climate catastrophe, many world leaders are still wary of any substantial climate action because of their unrelenting dependence on oil. And uh, we're barreling toward a uh, catastrophe, a global catastrophe. It's happening all over the world because she saw it on CNN. And uh, then, you know, the people on CNN uh, put it on, and then the people at MSNBC said they saw it on CNN, so they put it on their station, too. It's a great big circle fest in a hot tub. Hot tub. Uh, joyless read. But uh, wait a minute. Um, come on, oil companies and, and Arabs? Joy read. And, of course, there's Saudi Arabia. Their massive oil supply has made them one of the richest nations in the world. The Saudis are so rich off oil, they're actually buying up parts of the U.S., buildings, businesses, and now apparently golf, as the PGA just announced their merger with Saudi Arabia's Live Golf franchise. All of this despite the fact that their government played a role in funding the September 11 terrorist attacks, as well as brutally murdering Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi and hacking up his body with a bone saw. Khashoggi. I like Khashoggi. At, uh, hacking up with the bone saw reminds me of the two Democrats in, uh, um, uh, where was that, in Virginia that chapped up grandma with a chainsaw and uh, burning her body on the Weber grill in the backyard because you know how Democrats are. Uh, so there she's, uh, she goes, at, it's the uh, uh, fire uh, season in Canada, and that's the fault of the Arabs. You know, you remember, and they're buying up things in America. I remember when you were a racist, like about three weeks ago, if you were concerned about communist China buying up land in the United States. 
And uh, 40 years ago, if you were concerned about Japan buying up buildings in big cities and buying up uh, properties in the United States, that was terribly racist. Uh, now Joy Reid is expressing her anti-Muslim, anti-Arab racism and blaming them. You see, China is the biggest polluter in the world, and they continue to build coal-powered plants, coal-fired plants every week. And uh, that's okay because uh, they're communists, so uh, Joy's got their back. Uh, but the uh, LIV and PGA, that's uh, that's a big deal because Khashoggi, Khashoggi, she's using the Khashoggi uh, pronunciation of Khashoggi. Everybody knows Khashoggi. Uh, there was Adnan Khashoggi from way back. He was a big arms dealer. And uh, and here is and 9-11, and they're responsible, and their 9-11 families are uh, are making an issue of this PGA thing the, uh, because, you know, they're Arabs, they're Saudi Arabia, and, and a bunch of the hijackers were, were Saudi um, because, you know, that's, well, you're an Islamophobe for even thinking what you're thinking right now. You have an irrational fear called a phobia of uh, Islamos, and that's a big problem. So uh, here it is, and uh, Joy Reid, she's not done yet. Because it's America, it's corporate corporations, it's energy companies, it's the Arabs uh, causing climate change, which leads to more forest fires, which means that her eyes are irritated. And so it's the Arabs' fault. Joy Reid. We will suffer the consequences as the planet we live on and that our children and grandchildren will inherit becomes even more dangerous to live in. You'd think it'd be a priority to keep breathing. I uh, I don't think she has children or grandchildren, does she? I, I, I can't see that happening under any circumstance, but uh, there it is. And the <clears throat> 400 wildfires, worst wildfire season. They call it wildfire season. Why do you think that is? We have hurricane season uh, if you live in Florida and elsewhere, and then they have wildfire season, so there's wildfire season. Now, there it is, and that's your... Now, we also have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for example. She is not the brightest uh, knife in the shed, you know what I mean? She um, she is really some. She's got a Twitter account. Between New York City in wildfire smoke and uh, this in Puerto Rico, something else, uh, it bears repeating how unprepared we are for the climate crisis. As the It's hot in Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's hot in Puerto Rico, which has been known to happen. That's why people go there and hang out on the beach and go swimming and stuff like that. So, And she's got a map. She posted a weather map of Puerto Rico, and it's uh, and it's hot. And uh, that is the climate crisis and fires in Canada, climate crisis. We must adapt our food systems. That means stop eating food uh, and uh, stop having cows and burgers and steaks because they flatulate or something like that and belch. We must adapt our food system, energy grids, infrastructure, health care, etc. So that, okay, that's a fundamental reformation of everything in civilization. And they'll do away with it because they're leftists. And we'll all be standing here in loincloths with pointed sticks, hunting rabbits and squirrels to stay alive. It'll be a pre-Columbian uh, universe when they get done with it. We must adapt our food systems, energy grids, infrastructure, healthcare, care, etc. ASAP to prepare for what's to come, to catch up to what's already here. And uh, very, very upset is she. Now, let me get to some inconvenient truths, all right? Here is Miranda Devine in the New York Post. Smoking New York isn't climate change. It's bad forest management. That's the, uh, the headline, Miranda Devine, an award-winning reporter who should have every word known to man for all of her great reporting, but, you know, they lie about everything. Like the, 
Hunter Biden laptop and the emails and things like that. But uh, never mind that right now. <clears throat> and they give out awards for fake stories like Russian collusion, you know, Pulitzer Prizes and things like that. They display them proudly, even though the story was completely fake and they were lied to. But that means they're part of the lie. All right. So Miranda Devine writes, while New Yorkers have become inured to the pungent smell of cannabis smoke wafting through the streets, uh, walking around in Chicago last night with my brother, uh, the, the same phenomenon, uh, phenomenon is true here and in Washington, D.C., everywhere you walk in Washington, D.C., too, because a stoned nation is a Democrat nation. The more stoned a nation is, the more likely they are to vote for Democrats. So uh, uh, marijuana smoke wafting through the streets of New York. The Canadian wildfire smoke currently turning the sky orange is taking our tolerance to new levels. By Wednesday, we were registering the worst air pollution of any major city in the world. Some minor cities have it worse. And uh, COVID mask maniacs were back in their element. But don't, for all, don't fall for all the propaganda of climate change is to blame. Uh, the situation in Canada is similar to that in Australia, where green ideology and chronic government underfunding or mismanagement mean that the forests currently ablaze have not been managed properly for years. Instead of, you know, that they're not uh, grooming their forests, they're grooming our children. And wait till you hear the audio I've got for you on that today. This, the Democrat Party should be locked up. I think we're going to have to uh, turn a state into a containment area just to send all the Democrats on trains. See, that's, that they always love it when... Uh, to do this. So instead of deadwood and undergrowth being removed regularly using low-intensity controlled or prescribed burns, forests have become overgrown tinderboxes. Fire trails that used to allow first responders easy access to the forest have closed over the vast tracts of land. I like that she used vast tracts of land, an obvious Monty Python reference. Vast tracts of land are locked away from humans. Logging and other commercial practices that used to self-interestedly tend to forests have been phased out. And all of this is happening, why? Because of Democrats. They're anti-logging, so they uh, say everything is off limits to logging companies. But logging companies had roads, they cut down forests, they controlled them. They uh, didn't want forest fires for a whole range of reasons. So what they did actually reduced the incidence of forest fires. You had, the, uh, of course, the cuts going through the, the forest for fire breaks, they call them. And uh, you used to live in Southern California, Santa Barbara. They had fire breaks in the mountains all over the place. And, hey, what are those when I moved there from Chicago? Uh, so when there are fires, we can get trucks up there and fight the fires before they get out of control. But liberals have done away with those. They don't want fire breaks, so they've done away with the fire breaks. They don't want logging, so they've done away with the logging. And they don't fund the tending, the grooming of the forests. They just fund the grooming of the children. Don't call them groomers. So you get rid of logging, you get rid of the fire breaks, you get rid of the grooming of the forests, and then you get forest fires, and then you blame global warming, when in reality it's you Joy, Joyless Reed, the readout. Back in 2016, when Parks Canada had planned just 12 prescribed burns for the year, Mark Heathcott, the agency's retired fire management coordinator for 23 years, warned about the importance of the practice to prevent, to prevent future wildfires. 
but of course they ignored him. And here we are, and now it's the Arabs' fault, according to the racist, Islamophobic, joyless Reed at MSDNC. She's beautiful, she's rich, she's got huge tracts of land. The Miranda Devine story in the New York Post is excellent in explaining why the wildfires are taking place, doing away with logging companies and logging, uh, the the fire breaks, uh, not grooming the forest because, you know, the critters. And, um, you know, in 2016, the government officials in Canada were complaining about what they're doing. In 2020, a paper in a journal called Progress in Disaster Science. I want to get a job at the journal Progress in Disaster Science said wildfire management agencies in Canada are at a tipping point. Presuppositions and suppression costs are increasing, but program budgets are not. And the native, they have, you know, native Canadian uh, uh, tribes up there. Hi, how are you? And uh, they've been complaining to the government that they're not allowed to groom the forests as they have for centuries. Canadian indigenous groups complain that bureaucratic obstacles making it harder for them to perform their controlled burns and that they have been doing for centuries to reduce fuel load to flush out food and regenerate forests. But, you know, pay no attention to that. They've seen this coming for years and years. Now it's here. A lot of people have been sounding the alarm. And uh, the Democrats make political hay out of it, as usual. Let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to Rich calling from Seattle, Washington, Rich, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Uh, long time, 55 years in Chicago. Moved out here about 10 years ago. You're at ground zero for the great Chicago fire. Um, anyway, I yeah. came up with an idea. Of, yeah. Uh, you know how, how we have the Space Force? Space Force, sure. Yeah, of course. Military. We need the fire force. We need the fire force. If they really wanted to put out the fires, they would create the fire force, which would go in and with super tankers as soon as the forest fire started and put it out. And then uh, when there are no fires, they could use the fire force as uh, force management people. So, But they don't want to put them out, Chris. They want to... Uh, use this for climate change. And a good example, there's a guy in Colorado who retrofitted some 747s into the super tankers and tried to get government contracts, and he was put out of business. Well, you know, the, uh, it's true. They, they're, they're agents of chaos, and they fan the flames of the hysteria. And when it serves their political objectives, uh, you can't expect them to be truthful. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.